This is Florent again, uh, episode number two for our podcast with MRM and uh, with Marlisa. Yeah. Thank you for joining today. Um, we are going to talk about uh, Airbnb booking. Uh, dot com all this kind of uh, rental mm -hmm. daily rental short-term rental and investment so let's start today for this uh, second episode about property uh, in bali okay airbnb right now yeah. that like bali is a hot destination for people to come to stay longer obviously you know like airbnb is more popular than hotel because the size of the space that you can get in the airbnb right and then um, it's, it's really interesting like you know like uh, like i have been living in europe like for three years now and a lot of like uh, people ask me like hey if you if, if i have like a spare money i want to spend in bali to build yeah. my airbnb like three hundred thousand yeah. dollar like what can i do with this money can i even run an airbnb with three hundred thousand dollar in bali yeah good question yeah indeed a lot of people want now to come to bali to uh, invest mm -hmm. on uh, on properties uh, i would say between most of the people coming to us our budget between 100,000 and maybe 300,000 dollar yeah. and it did what can i do with that yeah. is it uh, realistic yeah is it know? realistic or not um yes after it's always depending in the which area you're going to invest and the roi is always depending also on the location if you're close to the sea i mean if today you want to have a uh, Beach front, hundred thousand dollar is not realistic for sure. Okay, mm -hmm. but now if you have a budget between hundred thousand to hundred thousand, you wants to be five minutes from the sea, or by scooter or by car. It's it's realistic. I mean, Bali is a, is a small island, so you're always close to the sea. So what can you do? This is the the question. Is first you need to contact people, like we said in our previous podcast, that have the ability to. Uh, check all the regulation or contract etc and now how can i do it legally mm -hmm. okay i would say it, it, it depends it's, it's like uh, everywhere in the world you know if you go to la you want to uh, you have a budget can i have a beachfront or can i have a beachfront in bali for this price today for hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars or two hundred you will not get beachfront okay, okay? so forget about beachfront beach front, if yeah, we only yeah. have like hundred twenty. Yeah. or you can get if you go on the east side of bali yeah uh, on the north side of bali but now if we are on the hot place like mm -hmm. changu berawa or perenan or, or uluwatu. uluwatu all these things it's not really the budget at the moment however if you want to make a business on Airbnb, you can find this kind of property five minutes from the beach, 10 minutes from the beach, mm -hmm. and you can find this kind of uh, investment. Um, it's always depending also if you are looking to uh, buy the, the land and build yourself, okay. or if you are going to just uh, buy the villa uh, off plan already. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's possible. It's so possible and, and to have a good ROI for that, yeah. Okay, but can I really do this Airbnb? You know, like because, um uh the question is like they live in europe right mm -hmm. they want to have this airbnb as their additional yeah. uh, uh money coming into the account right but can we do it remotely is it okay to do it at all I, like they don't live in indonesia right like yeah. they they are not the resident of indonesia this is the second question is first question yes can i get the villa <laughs> yes you can get the villa now can i make business with the villa it's another topic and this is very important to discuss about that because basically you, what you're going to do is to generate income in Indonesia 
actual property mm-hmm. that um, you own or you don't own or you rent. So yes, you can by regulation, okay? But you have to fulfill some requirements, okay? okay? Um, the first, uh, it's uh, where is your property located, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, if you are, like we said in a previous podcast, in an area that is a green zone, uh, basically... Uh, so it, I cannot rent it out. It, it's, not, it's not a zoning for business, you know, because it's, not, it's, a, it's a zoning to make rice, potato, mm. and not business with that. So I can rent it out or no? Like No. No. But so secretly can? <laughs> secretly can is not, is not something that uh, we recommend for okay. sure. Okay. Um, Indonesia and Bali um, is, a, is a developing country and not developing is a developed country now. I mean, when you're in Bali or in Jakarta, uh, the country has everything that the other countries have. Mm-hmm. And they have law and they have regulation. Of course. Okay, so when you are planning, like in other cities in the world, to make an Airbnb, there is some regulation to, to fit. So the first things I would say is first when you buy the property mm-hmm. or when you lease your property is to make sure that where the property is allow you to make this Airbnb business. Okay. okay. So Airbnb is classified as a short-term accommodation uh, business classification, exactly. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So <coughs> it's exactly that. Is What is the purpose Okay, when you invest? You can have 200,000 or 300,000. You buy your land, you develop your property, you develop your, your business, you develop your house. After, what is the purpose? Do you want to do it on a short term or on a long term? Mm-hmm. Long term is basically your subleasing or your leasing your property. Short term, well, uh, it's a classification, not as an hotel, but it's a classification as basically making a hostel or a guest house for people, yeah. you know? A lot of cities in the world have regulation now. I'm French, and in Paris, we know that a lot of uh, Airbnb have been kicked out Mm. from the center of the city because it was in a residential area, and they were not paying tax. Mm. And we all know now that Airbnb is also giving information Mm. to some uh, government office, for example, in France or in UK, and also in uh, in Indonesia they so start the to share information in, exactly. in Bali as well yeah. yeah so when you have this kind of uh, property and you want to make it it's important to know this regulation so let's say now you uh, you have your property and you're in a touristic area yeah okay so you the zoning is that uh, for tourism tourist, mm-hmm. tourism if you're in tourism in this case you can do it but it's not like I have my property, it's okay, I put on Airbnb and it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, you have tax to pay, you have license yeah. to get, so we can help people to get this license. You have several options. The first one is you can make uh, a company. Okay. okay. This company you create, it doesn't take time. Eh? In one one week, two weeks, it's done. We make the company. You can even get the, um, a state permit with that and live in Indonesia and come to Indonesia to see your property and mm-hmm. and see supervise your investment okay and with this property it's not because this company it's not because the company is done that you can put it you know you need to get the proper license this license will be allow you to manage your property okay so okay. my th- this company will be to manage this like villa that I will be renting out as an Airbnb yeah mm-hmm. but the license to rent it out 
doesn't belong to your company. Okay. Because in Indonesia, for short-term rental, I'm not talking about hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm talking about guest house yeah. or small uh, property. I mean, small. Or pro- like in Indonesia, we call it pondok wisata, exactly, right? So yeah. let's familiarize also yeah. our podcast uh, <laughs> yeah. listener. Like, like you know, this is a pondok wisata license exactly, for the pondok Airbnb. Wisata. So once you are an Indo- uh, you have a villa and you want to make a short-term rental, mm-hmm. the license to rent it out is only uh, eligible to Indonesian. Yeah. Okay? So this Indonesian or landowner, depending if it's the landowner, has to process the license. Mm-hmm. And you, you have the ability with your company to manage the property that you own yeah. or to rent by an agreement with this person that mm-hmm. rented out the property. And so your income inside your company is le- legit by the management of the property, not by the license to rent it out. It's just, it's just technical, but basically it's possible to do. But what people who listen have to be careful is to make sure that legally the property that you buy or to rent has a license to rent it out, okay? Okay. Because even now mm. when you go to Airbnbs and some people when they will try to, um, how to say, to register the property, Airbnb is asking information. is asking information about the company, about the, um, the, the, the tax, for example, number, all these things to make sure that you own or you have the rights to, to do it. So yeah. um, it's important to, to notice that, yeah. I think like, Opening a company is a bit like a too scary thing to do as a foreigner, you know, because like, you know, if you open a company to for the sake of managing only like one villa, I don't think it's worth the investment to actually open a company, manage the tax every month. Uh, you know, like if, if, if at some point uh, they want to leave Indonesia for good, then you need to close the company, go into like the solutions process. It's just too much. Yeah. Like what's the alternative? Like, can I just let somebody else manage the villa for me and uh, I collect the money? Like... Yeah, I mean, well, first, I, c- I can understand that it's scary to order or it's not scary, but, you know, it's a responsibility when you have a company. Yeah. So you have several options with that because company is not complicated to open. We can op- uh, open, like I said, in a few weeks. Um, you can have employees, somebody that manage the property for you, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, even if you have a company, you can still have hire somebody to manage the property for you and the income is coming to you. After the second option is, there is a lot, lot of uh, management company in Bali. Yeah. Okay, we have a lot of partners on that. Okay. Um, but for sure, when you uh, give to a management company, uh, this person are taking a fee. Okay? Of course. <coughs> of course. They're not yeah. working for free. Yeah, so. nobody. Yeah. <laughs> nobody I mean. working for free. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end, it's a choice, okay? Should I... Uh, hire, make a company, and hire somebody that will manage my property. Okay, so it's like uh, the one, the cleaner will be on my payroll, the gardener will be on my payroll, the pool people will be on my payroll. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You have these charges, yeah. okay? But the charges, after depending, you know, some uh, management company, depending where you are, it can be 10 to 20%, yeah. cut off, Airbnb take already How much s- it? 17 or oh. something percent. Mm-hmm plus the tax and etc. you know? And also what is important, uh, it's become technical, but when you're living outside, 
okay, and you are not resident in Indonesia, mm -hmm. your taxation is 20%. Yeah. But if you are resident, you have a company and you have your state permit, your taxation will be 10%, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's, it's something also to, to consider and to discuss on the, the business plan. So you can have discuss with us or you can uh, discuss yeah. with, uh, with other people to uh, discuss about this business plan and what is more advantageous. So for sure, yeah, you have two options. One, you make your company. Second, you can delegate. But when you delegate to a management company, you have to make sure again that the, the, cost, proper, the, the cost, the tax, and also the license. Yeah. You know, it's not because like we said, I have my villa and I just give to the management company. If if the property still have no license, how do you do? How do you legit, legit make your property legit on Airbnb? Because if tomorrow somebody comes to your door and say, do you have the license? Even if you give, you say I give to a management company, you are responsible. It's your property. It's your property you bought. It's the property you lease. Mm -hmm. So this is very uh, important in both options. Uh, to consider the, the legal part behind to yeah. make sure that you can rent it out. Is it guaranteed that I will get this license of my villa or like what, what's the reason the government will like, you know, like, oh, sorry, we cannot give you this Pondok Wisata license, right? But like I said, the, um, first it depends on the zoning. Okay. okay. I mean, if you want to get a Pondok no Wisata green zone. on a green zone, no green zone, you know, it's uh, by definition, it's not possible. Okay. Yeah. After <laughs> the license is uh, allocated to Indonesian person. Mm -hmm. So it's not yourself that is applying for for the license. Mm -hmm. So at the end, the re I don't see any reason why the, the government will not give the license, the license to the person, if, uh, except if the, the person, I don't know, has a, uh, a criminal issue or whatever, you mm -hmm. know? But uh, there is no, I would say, technical or reason. The only reason that would happen is is the zoning, the building permits also of the, the villa, for example. Okay. Uh, that can influence the, the decision at the end. But mm -hmm. the process is quite simple. Okay, uh, and we can help uh, clients to apply for this license and doesn't take time. So, okay. yeah. I think so then back again, right? If like um, my friend has $300,000 want to come, then what we suggest them to check into it for the first time is like check the property first and then see whether they're in the correct zone or not. If it's not even like in the correct zone, that is a no-go because you're objective your end objective is to be able to rent it out as airbnb yeah. as a pondok wisata yeah. so that's the first thing right we e need to check into exactly and i heard also you know like uh, sometimes in uh, bali this kind of like green zone uh, yellow zone yellow zone is like for the residential or like even the mixed zone like uh, is for the mixed uh, functions of mm. residential mm. you know like gym uh, like uh, for people to have businesses it's also important that you check to several uh, departments because sometimes the agrarian department say that okay it's not in the green zone but in the other department it says is the protected rice field so it's being called LSD so like lahan sawah uh, what is the D one I forgot but it's English like it's a protected of rice field yeah, <laughs> so yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of department you need to <clears throat> go through and i think like it's like yeah. before you s even spend anything like three hundred thousand dollars is big it's like huge amount of money like you cannot like reverse it if you already buy something you cannot just like hey by the way this is a green zone <laughs> can you refund me yeah. my, my no, money no, it doesn't it's never like happened this, like you that. know this is the point yeah it's what we were saying is that at the beginning it's already important 
to make sure through a due diligence that mm -hmm. where you're going to put your investments, um, you have the rights to do it. And like you said, it's it, it's very, for example, we had a client um, uh, in, um, not in Bali, but Lombok. And one part of the land was a mangrove, okay, a mangrove, wet, wet yeah. area, and mm -hmm. the other part of the land was a touristic area. So. So sometimes you have to make sure like that border between yeah, each other, the border yeah. yeah between each other that the full part of the land can be used as you want. And residential is interesting because um, some residential area you are allowed now when you go to the to the the land um, land office mm -hmm. allowed to apply for the for the pondokwisata, you know. So but you have a certain percentage depending again on the land that you can build. Normally, uh, you cannot make more or two uh, uh, level of the house. I thought you cannot passing the uh, coconut tree. <laughs> <laughs> again, depends, right? The There's a lot of like yeah. different sizes of coconut yeah. tree. <laughs> yeah, or for example, there is a, a, we were looking for land for, um, for one of the clients, mm -hmm. a very beautiful land. And near uh, a temple, yeah. and so the rule also you cannot go over the temple, you know, mm. because the temple. Then you uh, you help build the temple higher, right? So <laughs> yeah, you can leave the co community <laughs> behind. Yeah. So so you have this kind of rules that are very important to check, okay. um, because um, we have the general rules that say okay, green zone, no yellow zone, it's not preferable, but. Um, tourist is nice, but the problem of touristic area is also that tomorrow you can have a discotheque mm -hmm. or your club, you know, uh, yeah. next to your house because um, in a, in a touristic area basically you can make a club, restaurants, I mean everything. So if your property uh, tomorrow morning you have somebody that is opening a club, exactly. You, you start so I, I think it's also important, you know, like. Uh, to measure that this property is in the good uh, uh, condition because yeah. like you know Indonesia Bali is a tropical country is very humid like yeah. you can build thing from like a wood and then suddenly tomorrow the wood broken into two pieces right or even like the worst thing is like termites yeah. you know you buy a property from far far away and then like <laughs> the next thing that you don't want to face is like your your Airbnb uh, guest give you a bad review and, like this termite suddenly like <laughs> fell over from this or even like snake you know like yeah. you can find snake in the like a ceiling <laughs> like so like this is like a nightmare right like if, if like uh, like we spend this like money and then like buying a property what what is the thing that we should really look into you know like in terms of like this kind of a condition that like face the tropical humidity in bali yeah this is uh i think Going back to uh, also with the initial question is I have three hundred thousand dollars yeah. and I want to invest and for the land for sure compared to what you can find in some places the price of the land is still advantageous in Bali okay so it's better to build yeah for me it's what I think is if you have this kind of money find a land build something. Yeah. and supervise or hire somebody to supervise exactly. this development because a lot of properties uh, are sometimes built uh, quite fast with cheap material it looks very nice in the but, photo yeah in the photo <laughs> and if you are in the US or if you're in Australia and you buy something on pictures or you visit it and you get you, the quality right? yeah I mean this is this is the, the point like you say most of the time, I mean, when 
like here it's a lot of you can have rain humidity you know you can have termites and all this uh, uh, condition affect a lot of uh, the property yeah. Yeah. and so thinking mm. the land I think is is okay yeah. but when you build don't look too much on uh, saving money on the on the construction and the cost of construction for sure is cheaper than in some other countries mm-hmm. but again if you use cheap you get also uh, sometimes bad condition and it will be difficult to, uh, to last you will find some uh, scar on the on the wall yeah. after a few months uh, you know because the, the land also is it can it can move like sometimes um, so make soil tests it's very important yeah. when you also buy your land make sure that with a proper architect that you you can build some things solid and that can last for a month and for years and um and don't use cheap materials yeah yeah, yeah. because and also i was with uh, this uh, talking with uh, a client again last time and uh, he wanted to talk and if we could help to supervise also the the, the project you know because you you have contractors and the contractors on the picture you know is uh, bringing you material and uh, you order something and the day after when he's coming back they replace you know, that they, they change because they didn't find it's not they don't want it's not a scam for example it's just i'll give you an example on a property last time i wanted to uh, repaint and so normally the property is white and uh, the guy came back with a beige you know <laughs> beige, i yeah. said yeah this is not the color <laughs> i said you know but this is the same because for him is the same, you okay, know. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't try to scam you. It's just that he, you the, need to have like somebody who, yeah. who you know, like supervise this project. And I totally agree. I think if you want to run an Airbnb and you have uh, budget and you have a choice between uh, buying an already there villa, uh, yeah. which you don't know what is the quality when they are building it, like what is, what is like the problem coming with that already uh, built property. Mm-hmm. I think if you have time, if you have the money. It's always better to just purchase the land and then build it, supervise the building yeah. because the maintenance cost can go really, really yeah. expensive if you are in Indonesia. You know, like molds, <laughs> like leaking yeah. uh, ceiling, yeah. like whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, and, it, and and it's bad for your Airbnb because how? You, I mean, I don't know if uh, people knows, but the Airbnb is also making uh, um, rating. You know, mm-hmm. so if your property mm-hmm. has good comments they will bring you also uh, over the top and uh, they will show you the property first compared to the the property that have bad comments. So if you start to have a, a property after a few months that has uh, some uh, issue, termite, mold, all these things, you will start to have bad comments, you will be not shown on Airbnb and your ROI will be uh, Yeah, uh, because going you down, spend money you know? to maintain yeah. this you, you save your money for all your life or not and you want to invest $100,000, $200,000, I think it's important to say to, to have a budget on this, to have somebody to supervise mm-hmm. or if you buy a property, make sure to ask an architect or to yeah. ask a professional contractor or surveyor to recheck the material yes. to recheck the property to make sure that everything is is good for the long term because otherwise 
your ROI will be affected. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the first steps that you take, like for example, like doing this due diligence and then like um, being in contact with a good architect and actually using the architect is like very important. Like I, I don't suggest like to skip this step because yeah. okay, okay, you spend more to pay for this service, but this is the service that like will save you a lot of money in the future. Mm-hmm. Like um, just for an example, like. I build a villa remotely, like, uh, like, but I go through like so many meetings with like architect. Like for example, like I I have like ten different architect meetings. I really take time for me to like know that okay, this architect is good. They really care about me. They mm. really want to do like the best because like a good architect will make sure the building will be built good because they this is their masterpiece right yeah. they want it to be shown in their portfolio so yeah. i think it's important like if your architect also care about the building and they also like um, give options of like uh, the building contractor and then your what you're saying is correct like don't choose the cheap materials yeah. you know but again like what is cheap right like wh- maybe we can wh- we can yeah. share like how much is it like realistically to build in bali like I, I would say it's uh, is uh, we have this question. It's always depending on on um, on the, the the land. For example, the if your land is very inclined and yeah. you have suddenly to to uh, to Put make the, the rock and yeah, rocks and make the, the land flat, so it it will it will double or it will be cost a, a lot. So the comparison I would say is if you're in the U.S. okay and you want to build here. You can divide uh, maybe by two mm-hmm. or by three, but again, depending the the material, you know. Let's say if you see a property at three hundred thousand dollar, that is for sale. You imagine that the person that built this property and buy the land didn't buy it for or build it for two hundred eighty, you know. Of course. So it means that maybe their cost have been hundred fifteen total, you know, mm-hmm. because they try to make a lot of margin on this because they have. Uh, commission to pay, yeah. marketing to pay, etc. So, I would say it's difficult to say what is the cost because it's depending again on the material you choose. Mm-hmm. But if you already have an idea on how much it would cost to you in Australia, how much it would cost to you in the uh, US, you can take this cost and maybe divide by two yeah. on the on the on the, on the total uh, budget. Mm-hmm. So, on these two parts, um, like I said. You can think that it's more advantageous to buy off plan or something, which is good because it's already here. It's already uh, ready to be rented out if there is all the license. Mm-hmm. But please double check with an architect, with uh, with the right person, if the material that are used are correct. Yeah. And the most difficult part is like uh, a lot of uh, villa developers in Bali, they are all new developers. Like mm-hmm. they're like in incoming new developers, right? As an Indonesian, I find it easier for me uh, to buy an off-plan house or something because I know I can trust the developer. They're like yeah. really big developer. They want to uh, protect their name, right? Like I know I will only buy from this developer because you know the house material is good and everything. They will not like let me down. But in Bali, we don't know them, right? Like they're yeah. all new, so like so really check, right? Yeah, it, it it's like yeah, yeah, and you're right. You know, I would take an example. It's like now everybody make two or three story with their phone, and everybody is marketing manager. You know, yeah. so so for for developer is the same. There there is a lot of new entrant yeah. on the markets, and there are. They're thinking that they are contractor or they are developer and things. 
you have big names and i would say trust big names trust uh, reputable uh, companies that have been in bali for a long time mm -hmm. they know the markets mm -hmm. uh, they have already project that they develop for a while yeah. okay it's very important because we have very good people and very good companies that are working here same for the management company we have good one also we are working here but go don't go to facebook and uh, people uh, on facebook saying that they are contractors and they uh, they develop and when you ask like the portfolio small business, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have nothing i mean we are you, not you, against small business no, but like yeah. make sure you get referral at exactly, least like yeah. referral checks yeah. right yeah. Like, if the person work for 20 years uh on uh, for another company or he work in the in the business and now he's opening his own yeah. business mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, exactly. he has reference. This yeah. is somebody that's developed. But yeah. if you have somebody that just go out from the architect school or from <laughs> a, from the school and suddenly is opening and offering the service on Facebook for for cheap things, I would think at uh, twice before going. But again, uh, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Yeah. Don't, sure. don't go uh, there. If there is a doubt, that there is no doubt. You know? <laughs> exactly. If there's a doubt, there's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, I think yeah, I important to to look at that. Developing your your own villa, sometimes you may think it's it's a nightmare. Like I said, um, oh, there is too much. I'm in Europe. How can I do? Um, first, you can be in Europe. You can be in US. You can be in Australia. For example, Emirab will help you to uh, to find the land. So you wants to find the land. You wants to develop. You have a project in mind. You tell us. We can visit the property. We can visit the land. We can take pictures for you. We can mm -hmm. take videos. We send you the videos if a real estate or if uh, a property that you find on Oops. on the uh, internet show you face A, we can show you face B. So we can make sure that everything is correct. We can accompany you to make sure that also the the, the soil is good, uh, makes an organized soil test and everything. So and at the end, you just come to buy the land to sign if you want, or we can even accompany you to, uh, for the signature. So I think what is important in this project is to always have somebody independent, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. that can make what we call RFP, request for proposal, to find the good contractors, organize the meeting with you, so to save your time. And by saving your time, we save also your money in the future. After, we can assist also to follow up of, with this management and construction, or the second option is to buy off plan but off plan is check more the yeah, yeah check it and off plan is more expensive than if you do it yourself yeah off plan give you a uh, fast faster roi because are uh, you uh, the the property is ready already even if you license etc but it's ready and the other one developing yourself takes more months but uh, roi is higher mm -hmm. okay so it's uh is the two options that i think on for Airbnb, people can look at and company again or management company. I think this is also depending on how you want to do it. Management company, you have nothing to worry, they yeah. do everything for you. Yeah. Check the tax, check everything, check if they have the license, if the, there is the right license to, to rent it out. But they take you more fee and making your company yourself, manage, having a, an employee to do it. At the end, it's less fee, you know? I mean, you're not going to pay, I mean, if you want to do it, but you're not going to pay $2,000 a month somebody mm -hmm. to manage your property, you yeah. know? So the fee at the end is not so uh, so high. So it's depending, again, 
what's your how you want to do it yeah. okay but most important thing is it's it is possible to do it what the it's possible and and do it yeah i, okay? I would say yeah, do it <laughs> <laughs> and do it do it because uh at the end bali as we said it will be always bali and bali will be always a great place to live always it will be a great place to attract people to have a long-term uh good return on investment even if in six months you know there is i don't know for any reason or if there is a covid again the covid uh, will not be for for six years you know so your property will always take value you know mm. it's uh so you can always resell if you're freehold or you can always resublease the remaining of your lease so you have this in uh part of investment where you get money and you will get your roi so yes do it but do it properly with the right person yeah, and what the- are you waiting <laughs> for let's do it <laughs> let's do it <laughs> So yeah, so I think uh, we have the response. Do it, yeah. invest in Bali, and uh, because the, like we said, it's uh, it's a fantastic opportunity. So thank you for joining uh, this second episode. Uh, we covered already on the first one all the legal part, due diligence, make sure everything is uh, is legal. We know now that we have to invest uh, in Bali. Uh, this is a fantastic opportunity uh, on Airbnb and short-term rental, but do it on the right way. Uh, we are waiting for you for the next episode, so don't forget to subscribe uh, to the to the channel and to our social media to know more and follow for the next one. Thank you very much. <laughs>